It's time for another exciting issue of Cape Chronicles. The panel of this issue opens with Royale kind of sitting on the edge of a rooftop. Quasi, you're kind of not completely shadowed, but in the shadows behind. It's implied that Royale kind of knows you're there. Uh, The last thing that the two of you know from the last issue is... Falcon Girl asking what happened back there and Royale saying I don't know. And then you heard a well, wow, wow, oh gosh, oh gosh and then just crashing and banging as the flying penguins crash into the meeting table. Uh, Quasi, you can kind of just see the distress and duress that Royale has been under. How do you get Royale out of the base and just out of a tense situation? Yeah, I think all Quasi's going to do is kind of just catch Royale's eye and just say, fresh air sounds good now, don't you think? Yeah, and I think Royale's like not even in a, a real mood to try and fight or push back or do anything. It's the sounds like Quasi is telling her to leave and she's she's going to do it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And the last few times that we had seen you in the base, you've kind of had your file folder almost like in a weird kind of security blanket. Do you think it was consciously or subconsciously that you grabbed your folder on the way out? Um, I think it was self-conscious. I think... um... Like, I think Royale's still trying to not deal with all of this. Um, But I think deep in her heart of hearts, she knows that this is sort of the way to get answers to what's going on and to make sure that she doesn't do anything like this again. Yeah, absolutely. And so we see these flashes in these panels of Quasi giving the little head nod and saying, let's get some fresh air your hand just kind of casually grabbing the folder as the sounds of chaos from a bad penguin crash echo in the background as you both make your exit. And so you're now sitting on this roof. It's later in the, it's late afternoon. You're not terribly far from the base, but you know, you're not like right in any kind of direct line that if, Remixer Falcon Girl tried coming after you, they would immediately find you. And Royale, you're kind of sitting, feet dangling off of this building, and you've got your file folder in your hand. Yeah, I think she puts it down. I think she's still not like actually ready to do do anything with that. But here we are. <laughs> um, and I think she's just sort of like not even looking out over the city, just sort of like staring blankly into the distance. I think Quasi is going to, after, you know, maybe a couple minutes of just like 
just sitting in silence up here, Quasi will like kind of approach and just say, things would be simpler if I could eat the penguins, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess they would be. At least in some way. Why did we even bring them home? I'm not sure. Whatever, it's Falcon Girl's house, I guess. Quasi will nod. And then I think there's like another, you know, moment of silence. And he's just going to say, there's been a lot going on recently. It's been hard on everyone, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. We shouldn't have to deal with it all alone, though. And I think she looks at him and she goes to make, like, a snarky comment that stops herself and turns back to the city. Um, Quasi will just say, Quasi knows what it's like to lose control. She sighs and she says, um, yeah, I, I guess you do. Sometimes Quasi wonders where... Quasi ends and instinct begins. Or if Quasi has even any control over that. If it is something that they did to Quasi. Or if it's just Quasi. I still don't know. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, does it even matter? You're just you, you know? Quasi nods and says, Quasi is inclined to agree. But I think the same goes for you, don't you think? I don't know. I don't know. Everything just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense until it does. We just have to find out the missing information, find what we don't know that will make it make sense. Yeah, but like, she looks frustrated and sort of rubs her face. What if, what if the answers are bad? What if, what if it ruins everything? What if, what if it proves that all of this has just been a giant fucking lie? Um, Quasi thinks about that for a second and says, would not knowing be better? I don't know. I just, I don't, with everything that I guess I've been finding out about myself recently. I don't know how any of you would even want to be around me. Like, all of you just watched me almost kill a couple people by accident. I, I've been told that I don't remember a whole other team of people that I used to know, and apparently they care or are lying to me saying they care about me. And 
like, so what does that make me? Am I some kind of awful person for betraying these other people? Are were they bad? Are they doing bad things? Does that make me a bad person? Like, how am I supposed to deal with any of this, Quasi? Quasi doesn't know. But Quasi willing to help you find out. But what if finding out means all of this has to stop? Quasi thinks about that for a moment. And Quasi says, Quasi doesn't want this to stop. Quasi loves his friends. But I don't think we can be afraid of things we don't know. We can't worry about things that might be. We can only deal with the things we know. And if we learn things that are bad, then we deal with them then. Yeah, well, that's easy for you to say. Maybe. Quasi doesn't know much. Quasi's still learning much. But all Quasi knows is that we can make of the situation what we want regardless of our pasts if we learn things about your past that are bad that doesn't change who you are now she thinks about this and sort of looks down at the the folder again. And for clarification, Quasi can read, right? (laughs) Quasi can read. It's it's (laughs) uncertain whether or not uh, the team realizes that. Okay, But Quasi can, in fact, read. I I think then without even, like, really thinking about it, I think she picks up the folder and shoves it at him. Then he's like, okay, then you find out. You don't want to find out yourself? I think, and she takes a deep breath, I think that you will tell me what I need to know. Quasi looks conflicted. And he says, Quasi is willing to help, but Quasi thinks this is something that Royale has to do. She looks frustrated and says, look, I, I tend to explode and lose control when I'm highly emotional. And I don't want to be the one that accidentally sets that on fire when I read what's inside, Quasi. <laughs> So I'm really asking you as a friend 
I, I need you to help me with this. Okay. Quasi will help. And I open the folder. You open up this folder. So what does Royale do as Quasi's kind of reading through this folder? Um, she is trying to look like she's nonchalant and like waiting patiently, um, but is like constantly looking at him and studying his face and seeing how he's reacting to what he's finding out. Yeah, and just the visual of Quasi reading is kind of goofy looking. Oh, I'm sure. Because he's like, because <laughs> he's like squatted down, and his big lanky legs are kind of like, you know, bent out to either side, and he's like hunched over, and his long neck kind of like uh, drooped down over the file. Um, and uh, he actually noticed you. You notice that his hands um, have like slightly uh, morphed to be a little bit more human-like, so he can flip the pages and stuff and uh, basically manipulate the file a little bit better than his normal, uh, more dinosaur-like hands would be able to. Right, that makes sense. But also, I'm imagining those memes where, like, it's the cats in the shirts and they've got those little tiny human hands sticking out of the sleeves. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 100%. Perfect. So yeah, but but Quasi's just reading and just going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's not super helpful, Quasi. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Quasi reading. <laughs> the qu- Quasi reading noises. <laughs> yes, the Quasi reading noises. Uh, <laughs> so after after a couple of minutes, um, Quasi will just go. Well, this isn't that bad. What does that mean? <laughs> um, Quasi will say, uh, well, your royal name, actually, Jacqueline Potts, that seems true. Okay. Um, uh, it says your father was the hero guiding light also known as frank potts uh and quasi kind of looks to see if Rael has a reaction um she is shocked is guiding light like a known hero does he have is he like part of the canon or anything yeah he's he's known uh it was about 10 or 12 years ago uh, there was kind of a big incident. Um, he is presumed dead, but there was no, never any kind of like body recovered. But he also never showed back up on the scene cool. in Halcyon. Cool, cool, I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, Quasi will then say, uh, uh, "File says your mother was named Rebecca uh, Holmes." Um, with codename Fuse, and it says that she died. Sorry. Um, I think there's more of a, like, pronounced reaction to that one, but Royale's still, like, really trying to keep everything, not down, but, like, reserved, like, 
just in case, <laughs> just in mm-hmm. case something would happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Quasi like pauses intentionally for a second here. Um, and I mean, Royale has no way of knowing this, but Quasi's like trying to determine the strategic way in which to reveal information. <laughs> oh, Nick, don't say that. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Quasi will say, Sounds like Sync Labs was doing experiments with something called suits that grant superpowers. Quasi believes that Royale's tattoo is one of these. But the file says that while suits are used to grant powers, and this is the case for the rest of this team, he looks up at Royale and he says, your suit is being used to inhibit your powers. Out of character, Chelsea is like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder this is going so badly. Um, but in character, I think Royale pulls her hand up and looks at it. Um, and sort of shakes her head like she's going to disagree, but then thinks better of it and kind of was like, okay. Um, Quasi will say, according to the file, your powers are reality manipulation. And they are unstable, according to this file. It says that the suit has to be reapplied every six months um, to keep the powers in check. How long ago was it that you escaped Sync Labs? Well, we've been a team for almost a year now, haven't we? Or over a year? I think maybe that timeline's wrong, but I thought it was about that. <laughs> that is uh, that is accurate. It's been roughly about a year that you've been a team. Okay, that's 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 what I thought. <laughs> um yeah. So like uh, yeah, so I mean quasi like there's mostly a rhetorical question. I right. Because quasi knows how long that they've been a team. Right. Um, we we then, left the same place at the same time, quasi. <laughs> well quasi knows, but quasi making point. <laughs> um and then quasi says, File also says that a side effect of these reapplications of this suit cause memory loss. So that could explain why you don't remember. Um, and Rael is, is listening and, and you see her like start to nod her head, head like, yeah, okay, I guess, I guess that fucking makes sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Quasi will say, and there's one last thing. The file says that you have a sibling. Codename Ace. 
and um, Quasi will pull the photograph out of the file and slide it over. And um, uh, and it's the fucking Seven Eleven boy. It's the fucking Seven yeah, Eleven boy guy. <laughs> Hey everybody, time for another check-in from your favorite GM of Cape Chronicles. That's me, Cliff. How you doing? Anyway, time to talk a little bit about this episode. For this episode, we are joined by Nick. Nick is one of the creative heads of Project Derailed, the GM of Emmy-nominated Tales of the Void Fair, a Spelljammer-inspired 5th edition podcast. He's a frequent player and possible GM on Fables Around the Table. He's the co-host of the new Cosmere and Coffee podcast, a discussion podcast about the works of Brandon Sanderson, along with producer and music man of Project Derail Tom and Tom's brother Mike. New episodes come out every second and fourth Monday of each month. You can follow Nick on Twitter at Nick underscore Yurisiva, at Project Derail, at Pod, at Table Fables Pod, at Cosmere Podcast and just follow him in person if you DM me I might tell you where he lives I might not we'll see now who's the one getting doxxed also in this episode we're joined by Chelsea Chelsea is the art director for Project Derailed editor of Fables Around the Table frequent GM and player on Fables and the co-owner of Plot Kindling Candles a candle company making TTRPG inspired candles you can follow Chelsea on Twitter at CLRex4 and at CandlesPlot. And then there's me. Hi, I'm Cliff. I'm the GM of Cape Chronicles. I'm an occasional player in Fables Around the Table and currently playing Wally in Fables Greetings from Hell. I'm even more of an occasional guest on Tales of the Void Fair playing the Tortle Artificer Squiddy. I'm part of Nerdcore Hip Hop Duo 2D6. We rap about anime and video games and the existential dread of being a content creator in the modern world. You can follow me on social medias that I really don't use all that much. On Twitter and Insta, at TheComicSads, at Cape Chronicles on Twitter, and at Cape Chronicles Podcast on Instagram. You can also follow Cape Chronicles, a Masks Actual Play podcast on Facebook, and be sure to follow at 2D6 Music on all social media. I want to give a big shout out to Google the Mock for their song Superpowers for our intro theme from the album Super Secret. Superpowers was written by Rand Blavia and Adam English and performed by Google the Mock. Check them out on Bandcamp, googlethemock.bandcamp.com, and on Twitter, actually Ookla. And if you enjoy this show, be sure to check out some of Project URL's other shows, like Fables Around the Table, Cosmere Coffee, It's All Been Done a Know Nothing Bare Naked Ladies podcast, and any nominated Tales of the Void Fair. If you really like our shows, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash projectderail. A single tier of $5 a month gets you access to special patron-only Discord channels, extended Q&A retrospective episodes, and a monthly podcast show featuring Nick, Fiona, Chelsea, and Tom called Off the Rails. Speaking of the Discord, visit projectderailed.com slash Discord to join our Discord. You can interact with cast and fans, talk about art and bugs, and which burrito chain is the best. We also have monthly hangouts where we get together and shoot the shit and try to get me to break while I interact with customers at my day job. It's super fun. Anyway... 
I want to thank you all for listening. From the bottom of my heart, it means a lot that you tune in every first and third Wednesday. And you all make the show worth making. Anyway, speaking of that show, let's get back to it. Um... Yeah, so I think this probably gets the most reaction out of uh, Royale. Um, As Quasi suspected it would. Yeah. (laughs) um, (laughs) She, like, backs, I think she backs away from the picture just, like, out of, like, stunned fear, I guess. Um, And she sort of points at it and she's like, I've seen, I've seen that guy. Um, Quasi will nod and say, Quasi, remember from Rave. Right. You Okay, you you saw him too. And she sort of seems a little relieved, like she wasn't just hallucinating this random person mm-hmm. there. <laughs> um, and she... she She's like, no, he's, he's not... He can't. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, Quasi's gonna say, I mean, I guess it's possible file folder is wrong, but everything else seems to make sense. Okay. Okay. So... What am I supposed to do now if I'm just this fucking ticking time bomb just waiting to go off? I don't think that is necessarily true. Sync Labs didn't know how to... But Quasi stops and says, and thinks for a second and says, Sync Labs tried to control you with that. He nods in the direction of your little club tattoo. Uh And uh, he says, Sync Labs tried to control Quasi too. It is what Sync Sync Labs does. The file seems to imply that your power is tied to your emotions. Perhaps we can find out how you can control your power. Because if Quasi understands correctly, this is power you did not know you had. Now that you know, you can try to control it and maybe use it to help the team and protect the team. Sorry, I'm trying not to laugh. Quas just like, well, maybe, Royale, if you got some therapy, maybe this wouldn't be a fucking problem. <laughs> 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 But I, th- I think um, I think Royale looks down at her hand and she sort of like 
starts shaking her head and she's like, no, they, they must have done this because they knew there was no way I could do this. And I'm like dangerous now. And so they, they, they wouldn't do this if like, it wasn't like to protect people. Right. Like quasi will say. Sync Labs is not interested in protecting anyone but themselves. He says rather intensely. I don't know what to do. I don't I don't know how I'm supposed to deal with this. I can't I can't I can't be around people. You don't know that. Anytime I'm around them, you saw what happened twice. Quasi thinks that you can learn to control it. How am I supposed to do that when everybody is constantly on my ass about everything? You think Falcon Girl is going to give me any kind of fucking grace with this shit? She punched me in the face and then I almost killed her, Quasi. Uh, Quasi nods, <laughs> but Quasi says, we care about you, Royale. We will do what it takes to help you. What happened in there was not your fault. And I think Falcon Girl knows that. Yeah, well, seeing how everything else is my fucking problem, I don't, I don't see her making the best kind of effort for this shit. What a, what a perfect reason for her to get rid of me. No one wants to get rid of you. Falcon Girl is dealing with a lot as well. We all are right now but the way quasi sees it these answers he says gesturing towards the file mean we have something we can do we don't have to wonder what is happening we know and now we can do something about it We can figure out what you can do and try to help you figure out how to control it. And if Quasi needs to let Royale beat Quasi up, then Quasi will... Let that happen. <laughs> that will be okay. I think... I think Ruayal sees the moment of levity and she looks sort of relieved in the moment and she sort of... I think she cracks a smile for the first time of the night and she chuckles a little bit and she's like, I... I don't think... I don't think punching you or beating you up is going to help anybody in this situation, Quasi. Good, because Quasi will only let you win once. 
Yeah, I think she does laugh, and she she's sort of like, yeah, I, I bet you think you could win more than once. <laughs> <laughs> so what does Royale say? I think there's not really anything else we can do right now. So I said I would trust what you said and don't make me regret it quasi quasi won't and besides i think falcon girl will be really excited to <laughs> learn that we're going to be doing more training yeah if can can i ask you a favor sure when when we're explaining this, do you think you can leave out that, I guess, my dad was apparently a, a super? Quasi can, but Quasi is confused as to why. I, I know that Falcon Girl thinks she's special because she's the one of us that has that relationship and I don't want to take that away from her Quasi will kind of think for a second and say Quasi will not tell her but Quasi thinks you should okay thank you Quasi will nod Yeah, I look think at, a, look at these pals being friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at good old pals having a heart friends. to heart with a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think over the course of all of this, the scene has changed from like later evening to dusk to dark, and it's you know a lovely night outside, late spring starting to get ready to be summer. The smell of excitement, of possibilities, is in the air. But, Quasi, you pick up on this a little bit before Royale. You start to smell smoke. And in that way that predatory animals can... The scent of fear is on the air. As coming from downtown, you start hearing the screams of people and the sounds of explosions rippling through the main strip of downtown. Yeah. I think as, like, maybe Quasi and Royale are getting ready to go back in, like, Quasi just, like, stops, like, stands bolt upright, his plumage on his head kind of standing up, and Royale will see his his nostrils kind of, uh, like, expand as he's, as he's, like, sniffing the air, and he just goes, something is wrong. What the fuck are you talking about? Burning. Screaming. 
explosions downtown now. Does like quasi start to like going? <laughs> um, no, I think I, well, I think I, I quasi is going to like look to Rayal first to, to kind of see. She looks very unsure <laughs> about this. Um, she's sort of like almost sheepishly is sort of like okay well somebody else can get this one like it might be too late she sighs and sort of like gulps I guess and she's like okay fine just let's go uh, he'll nod and says, it will be okay. And then he turns and leaps off in the direction of the trouble. Yeah, and I guess, I guess Rayal is hoofing it after him as best she can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and do you, arrive, do you arrive downtown street level on rooftops? Where are you? Where, how do you see entering into this new scene? Uh, I mean, if we're, like, running on foot, I imagine it's going to be on the street. Yeah, I think, um, like, Quasi is, like, because we started on a roof. So I think Quasi is, like, kind of rooftop to rooftop, but kind of, like, working his way down to the street level. Yeah. And so as you bound down to street level, uh, you manage to pull into effectively the Times Square of Halcyon City. The big central section of the main strip. Uh, you see people running. You see explosions. Quasi, you smell them before you have visual confirmation. But as you are pulling up, you get the scent and sight of your good, quote-unquote, sibling truth, tooth. You mm-hmm. see someone who's very familiar. Uh, a group of people who are very familiar to both of you. Uh, you see Renovator, Liquidator. This time, instead of a gun that turns things to money, just a regular blaster shooting buildings and causing explosions from it. And Merger there, tablet in hand. And... Okay, easy peasy. Let's just <laughs> these guys again. You also yeah, you also whatever. see in this scene, uh, Royale. You recognize them pretty quick. Uh, king and oh, queen. Oh no! <laughs> and they are just causing trouble. Tooth has a car above his head that he throws into a nearby building. People are running, screaming. From a nearby alleyway out of the shadow, you see kind of popping almost out of nowhere is that that guy that you said that you would make a meeting to see after the other guy you saw earlier in the day that you agreed to make a meeting with. uh, That costumed uh, guy from the mall. And Popping out of the alley next to him is this person in a 
kind of oily black, almost like it's moving bodysuit kind of thing. And it's got like these pieces of silver body armor that kind of float over top of it. And Quasi, you get the scent and look up and you see Falcon Girl and Remix landing on a rooftop nearby. Um, Quasi will kind of look up and try to catch Falcon Girl's eye and like kind of nod yeah. in like acknowledgement. Absolutely. And I believe that is where we will end our session. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> sure yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, I ate this. Oh. Oh, Ra- no. Ra'al had a dinosaur therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Just what I needed. <laughs> Paleotherapy. Paleotherapy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, time for some N.O. session moves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Royale, how are you feeling after uh, handing a big ol' hunk of trust over to Quasi? I know, it still feels bad, <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I think she is relieved with how, um, like, when, when she was asking something of Quasi, Quasi wasn't immediately, like, rejecting her in that moment. So I think that was, like, really important for Rael to hit here. Yeah, for sure. So that definitely is kind of sounding like you've uh, grown closer to Quasi. Yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely, definitely say that. All right, and uh, looks like my records just show that you've given uh, your influence over you to Falcon Girl Remix and Benchmark. Is that match with what you have? Um, I have influence over Benchmark and Remix and Fenrir, apparently. <laughs> and I have, and uh, Falcon Girl and Remix have influence over me. That is what mine said. All right, well. Uh, you can add Quasi-Raptor to the list of people who have influence over you now. Okay. And you can also clear a condition or... Oh, uh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. I don't even fucking know. I have four conditions. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think I'm going to clear Hopeless. Yeah, absolutely. It makes a lot of sense there. And Quasi-Raptor. Yeah. How are you feeling? Um, it's interesting. Uh, I think, like, I mean, I think an argument can be made, like, moving closer to the team, and especially with Royale. But um, I'm actually thinking what Quasi's getting most out of this is he's growing into his uh, vision of himself. Yeah, for sure. Um, because this is kind of the first time that Quasi is being, like, 
confided in in a way that's not just like the animalistic like bruiser of the team or the team's pet almost where it's like Royale almost like turning to quasi to help with this is like acknowledging that he is in fact a person with an intelligence um and like going through the file is like kind of flexing his intelligence that um most people aren't even aware he has so i think uh that's what i'm gonna go with yeah for sure uh, what are you shifting I am going to shift. Um, is it one up and one down? Is that how that works? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I am going to shift mundane up. And... danger down I think that makes the most logical sense as much as I don't want to nerf my danger but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I think that's makes that that makes the most sense for this scenario absolutely I love that that wraps up this issue of Cape Chronicles Cape Chronicles is powered by masks a new generation Masks was written by Brendan Conway and is published by Magpie Games. Visit magpiegames.com for more information on how you can create your own superhero stories in Halcyon City. Our theme song, Superpowers, was performed by Ukla the Mock and written by Rand Balavia and Adam English. Be sure to join us every first and third Wednesday for more superpowered stories and heroic hijinks. On behalf of Project Derailed, I'm your GM Cliff, and we'll see you next time. projectderailed.com Back on Toral, I was a nobody. I got teleported out here, and here I'm something. I'm somebody. The Voidfarer begins maneuvering towards this 200-meter-long space whale. To handle one of these, you need grit. Is that something you have? I'm a tiny little guy. Of course I got grit. If you tried anything, it would end very poorly for you. This alithid dreadnought warps away, accelerating to spell jamming speed as quickly as they arrive. Who the fuck? <laughs> what am I trying to say here, Ravnus? That we're crew. I like that. We're crew. That is a natural one. <sighs> you send yourself sailing out the side of the ship, untethered. Oh. I'm putting a python into the ground. I'm wrapping my rope around it, and I'm jumping into the gravity well. No. <laughs> a gnome, a halfling, and a half-orc walk into a bar. I forget the middle part, but the punchline is feathers everywhere, and that's not my peanut butter. I cast Tasha's and he's laughing. Climb aboard for Tales of the Voidfarer, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, my consequences have actions. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Around. Breaking news. Increased sightings of a mysterious graffiti symbol have residents of Hell, Michigan nervous. While some may say this could be from local teen pranksters, others worry that the symbols could mean something more. Could there be a connection to the teen pop idol Ricky Q who disappeared in Hell last year? More information after the break. Then she would also ask if you saw the latest. He thinks that some sort of like power is being drained. Oh God, it's even at Jesus Christ? 
You you still pass the couple places where you have seen these symbols. Uh, breaking in? She gives him, like, a sideways glance. To follow this story and more, check out Fables Around the Table, Greetings from Hell, wherever you get your podcasts.